Hey guys, welcome back to Mother Where Art Thou, um, podcast for moms, mom life, and everything else in between. So, um, so today is the last day before we get in the U-Haul and we go to Charleston. Um, I'm really emotional right now, today, um, but like mostly right now because it kind of just came out of nowhere. But, um, I I guess it just all, like, the reality of it just hit me, and, um, yeah, it's just really, like, real. I, I don't think I ever thought that I would ever leave Georgia, ever, um, and so, like, the fact that we're going somewhere, like, I'm going to be living somewhere as beautiful as Charleston, 10 minutes from the beach. Like, I couldn't have asked for anything better. And um, I'm so excited. It's going to be such an awesome journey. And I get to share it with my family. And it's going to be so great. Um, But I just, my heart's really heavy right now. And, like, I'm just thinking, like... I'm going to be away from everything that I know. I'm going to, like, nothing is going to be familiar. And I'm the type of person that, like, I struggle with change because I trip about, like, the future, like, what that holds. Um, And then, like, I go to, like, in my head, like, the worst case scenarios, you know, like, Oh my God, like, you know, God forbid, like, what if my husband leaves me for whatever reason? Not saying there is one, just saying, like, that's the type of a situation, like, I'm, like, I think about in my head. I'm going to be in South Carolina, Charleston, South Carolina, by myself with, like, I don't have my family or friends around that are, like, want to call away, you know what I mean? Like, I'll be up to your house in just a minute, you know, type of situation. Like, we're four hours away. I'm four hours away from everything that I know. Um, and so it's just really scary, you know, that thought of thing, like me future tripping, like is so bad. It's so, so bad, but I have to put in perspective, like, okay, this is a good change. You know, I'm moving with my husband. Like he, you know, we shared vows together. Like I'm not just moving a state with, I'm not moving a state away with, like, my boyfriend that we don't have an established relationship. Like, this is, like, my family, you know what I mean? Like, um, so, like, there's some anchor there, right? And, um, another thing that's also nerve-wracking is I'm leaving my net, my network, my sober network. I got sober in Georgia. I got sober in Sandy Springs, Georgia, Um, like I met my first sponsor there. I have my network of sober people there and like, yes, you can pick up the phone and call people like I get that, but it's like when you're an alcoholic, when you're an addict, change brings on a lot of old feelings, a lot of stress, and for addicts, we, we 
don't do well in situations like that, you know? Like, especially when it's a big change. And this is a big change, you know? It's not something small. I'm, you know, I'm moving a state, an entire state away. So with that, like, I do, I have to keep my program in check, which is hard to do when you have a five-year-old and a 10-month-old who's off the wall crazy. Like, that's hard to do. So I was sitting here and, well, I was, I'm in the car right now, actually, because I told my husband, I was like, I need to get out of the house. Like, what do we need? I'll go get it. Like, I just need to get out of the house. So, um, I went and I put gas in the car at the Kroger near my house. And, um, it was like one of those, um, well, it's like any other Kroger gas station. They have like the, the tenant that talks to you through a window. And so like, I walk up to the window and the guy is like putting away cigarettes and his back is turned to me. And so like, I waited for a minute, you know, but he didn't, he didn't turn around or didn't even acknowledge that I was standing there. Um, so I was like, hello, hi, I just need to pay for my pump. <laughs> like, um, didn't say anything, didn't acknowledge that I was sitting there, um, or standing there. And so like, I knocked on the, on the window, which is a bulletproof window. And so like, I was like, well, he's probably can't even hear me, you know, like use an intercom clearly because this window is so thick, like they can't hear me. Um, so like, I'm knocking again, like obviously still Jessica, they can't hear you. Like <clears throat> that didn't change, <laughs> but, um, yeah. So he turned around and I was like, hi, I need to pay for my gas. And I was like, did you hear me knock? Or did you hear me say anything? He goes, yeah, I had to finish putting the cigarettes away. Oh, I was, I was just very taken back by that. I was like, oh, okay. Um, well, I'm sorry. No, that's fine. Like you, you gotta do what you gotta do. And that's cool. It's just fine. Like, I just need to pay for my gas, you know? And, uh, like, he didn't even acknowledge, you know, he was just like, do you, you have a Kroger card? I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, I do. Um, okay. And so I gave him my money, and he took my Kroger card. He was like, uh, do you need the 10 cents off the gallon? I was like, oh, yeah, 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 with my Kroger card. Yeah, I do. And I was like, oh, okay, thank you. And he was just so rude. Like, it just pissed me off. It made me so angry. Because it's like, I'm already emotional right now. Like, you know. And here you are. Like, clearly you hate your job. And you're pissed off that you have to put these fucking cigarettes away. And now here comes um, a customer to interfere with you in your silence of putting, like, the cigarettes away now you have to talk to somebody and like put your game face on like I get it I just interrupted your moment of peace during work like I understand but at the same time like I still expect to be treated like any other customer that walks up to your window you know and it just upset me because I felt like that energy kind of just like transferred onto me 
And, um, like, I just found myself, like, I'm going to walk up to his, I'm going to go back to his window and I'm going to tell him, you know, hey, like, I just feel like it was really rude how you did it. Um, and I just wanted to let you know, like, um, I used to work in the customer service industry and da, 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 and like, I, you know, whatever, like, he's not going to care. And like, what is that going to do? And so I just started feeling myself like tearing up because it was just like, it just, it just caused a shift in my energy and it just pissed me off that I allowed this stupid idiot, like shift my energy like that. And so and so, yeah, I just sat there and, um, I prayed before, like I, I left the gas station. I prayed and I was like, you know, God, give me the strength, give me the courage, you know, help me through this transition through your will. Please let me see that, you know, there's only so much I can do. I have no influence on this Kroger guy, you know what I mean? Like he's pissed off at something else. He's not mad at me. Like whatever, you know, like, Lord, give me the patience. And then I said, our father, whatever, you know, like that's the part of my program right now that like, I really need to like kick into high gear. Um, because of moments like those when I am faced with a negative situation that clearly is not about me, but instead of, you know, taking it out on, taking my frustration out on the person who's clearly upset, you know, I, I paused and I prayed about it and I went on my way. And so like, I'm now I'm, I'm able to like do my errands and do the things that I need to do. So, yeah, that was a nice little life lesson for me to kind of experience right before my move, because it was just kind of like, it was just kind of like a test, I feel like, of my relationship with my higher power, you know, like, instead of being like, ew, what a fucking, oh, excuse my language, I'm sorry, there's going to be cussing on this podcast sometimes, not often, but sometimes. Like, ew, what's wrong with him? Oh my God. Like, you know, like he's in a bad mood. Like, excuse me, sir. Don't take your, your negative energy out on me. Like, don't project your feelings onto me, whatever, you know? And like, instead of like letting his anger and, or whatever, letting his, letting that situation just like affect me the way it did. Like I paused and I prayed about it and I didn't have to feel that energy all day long. Like I'm where I need to be to run my errands. I'm in the car. I'm making my podcast episode. Like things are fine, you know? And it's because I have the relationship with my higher power that I do that I'm able to, you know, pause and pray and say, you know, that I'm human and I'm like the, the feelings that I'm feeling right now is valid. You know, those feelings are valid and whatever that guy's deal was, it had nothing to do with me. Um, and this is what I have to do, like, to keep my program in check, you know, is to keep my ego in check. Like, I could have, you know, 
been like, oh, wow, like, you know, why would he be so rude to me? Da, 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 da. Why? Da, 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 da. To me, to me, to me, to me, to me. Like, clearly something maybe is going on in his life that caused him to need that time with the cigarettes and putting those up and, you know, that piece without having a customer to deal with. Like, maybe he was reflecting on something. Maybe he was thinking about something that was bothering him, or maybe he's just got stuff going out on uh, in the outside world that, like, maybe I don't understand, and, like, now he's like, oh, now I gotta, like, talk to these people. Maybe I'm, like, I remember, like, situations like that happen to me all of the time at work when I was working. I'm a stay-at-home mom now, but, like, when I was working in the customer service industry, like, especially like in serving. Oh my gosh. I cannot even tell you how many times I've gone into work with just like so much crap on my shoulders and just so much weight on my shoulders and depression and anxiety and just so much stuff that was riddled. I was just riddled with, you know, going on and I was just miserable. Like, I didn't want to be there, but, like, I had to. You know, I had to be there to pay my bills. I had to be there to keep the roof over my kid's head. You know what I mean? And I hated when, like, I would sit there, like, with my empty section, like, literally crossing my fingers, praying that no one sat in my section. Because I just did not want to have that interaction with a person. Like, I didn't want that face-to-face I didn't want to have to put on a show. I didn't want to have to put on this fake, happy, smile, go lucky. How's your day? My day is great. Oh, my God. What would you like to drink? You know, let me tell you about our food specials. Like, when I'm depressed, when I'm in my, you know, funk of depression, um, and when it's at its, like, peak, human interaction is the last thing that I want. I isolate. I don't want to talk on the phone. I don't even want to respond to a text message, you know, like, I don't want to answer, I don't want to make a call, like, I don't, if it, I don't even want to leave the house to go to the grocery store, if I have to look at someone, you know, like, I don't, I don't want to do that, like, I'm an isolation person, I isolate, and, like, that's my biggest downfall, is isolation, um, and so I would dread when, like, people would sit in my section, And then, like, even when I was working, like, front, I was, um, working in a salon, and, um, now, like, I, at this point, like, I had learned to, like, just suck it up and put that face on. Um, I hated when I would be like, oh, God, please don't let any, like, just let it be kind of slow today. I don't want to have to, like, and trust me, when you're working in a salon, like, you have to put on a show. Like, it does not, I don't, I don't care. You know, like, it does not matter what you got going on, you know, like, you better have a smile on your face when somebody walks through that door. And so, like, every single day, like, I had to make sure that I wasn't going to let, like, I'd put myself in check. I'm not going to let my outside issues affect my work ethic. Um, And that, like, being conscientious conscientious, can't talk, conscientious, (laughs) being aware, um, of that helped, like, a lot, um, I mean, like, I was able to do that more so, um, just by being aware that 
I might be having a bad day, but the people that I am assisting, they're not. And who am I to project my bad day onto them and ruin theirs? Like, that's not cool. Yeah, I don't want people to do that to me. I'm not going to do that to them. Now, am I perfect at that? Do I still admit fault in that? Hell yeah, I do. You know what I mean? But it's a lot less than it was. Um, so yeah, I mean, I probably just went off in a rant, but the point of that was like, instead of letting this guy's energy affect my day, which was already stressful, I paused and I prayed and I was like, okay, cool. Like I'm fine now. You know, it's not about me. He's got something going on in his life that I don't understand that I don't need to know. Like, all I need to know is it's not about me. And that helped me so, 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 so much. Um, so, yeah. Anyways, so far, the move has been less stressful than I think any other of my moves have ever been. Um, even, like, it's also been a really big move. But, like, I've I've moved a lot, you know, in the same state. And it, this is probably the less stressful move that I've ever made. So, that's good. Um, I think just the most stressful part about it is leaving everything I know, but when, um, I have that relationship with my higher power that I do right now, like I I believe it'll be okay. So I just wanted to share that with you guys and I don't know if you got anything from it or not. I hope that you did. Um, yeah, so thank you for listening to mother where art thou and hit us up at mwatpodcast at gmail.com. Website is www.mwatpodcast.com. All right. Have a good day.